The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Mastercard. The Eason Book Club on the Pat Kenny Show, sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. So it is that time again. The Eason Book Club and the book we're talking about is Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. So what did our panel think of the book? Well, uh, they are with me now. Brian Kennedy, Catherine Lynch and in place of Mary Rook, who's not around today, we have... Welcome back, Rory Khan. Well, Yay! lovely to be back. Yeah. Lovely to be back. Mary, you're not you're not getting this seat. If you're listening in, Mary, she'll be back, raging. I'm back again. You he can fill in a for me if I'm taking time off. <laughs> Oh, she'll be back when she hears that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now first of all, um, do we have consensus on this book or not, Catherine? We don't. Uh, we don't really. Brian loves it, but I um, I found it really, really hard to get into. Mm. These new books, like you have uh, Gone Girl and you have Desperate Housewives and you have mm-hmm. like all these kind of situations where it's all the moral dilemma of a woman. We have gone through all these moral dilemmas. We don't need to be told. It should be really a Netflix show, A Girl on the Train, <coughs> all these um, books. Yeah. I can't stand them because uh, they're just so... <laughs> so you don't like I it, I don't basically. like it. Get I don't like fence, it. Catherine yeah. no. <laughs> I don't like it. They really should not be... Rory, you're in the throes of it because you were a late recruit to the book and it's yeah. it's not the quickest read in the world. It's not, but I'm loving it. I yeah. am loving every single thing about it. I love the, 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 the characters. I even love the characters that aren't in it that much, like the men. It's it's yeah. definitely a woman's book. Or the, the main characters are women, um, but I'm loving it. And I don't know who set the fires so don't tell me OK I won't tell I, you don't I tell know me. who did <laughs> don't tell me the nearly it's kind of it's so obvious there's loads of things at the, the beginning fires, yeah. it seems to suggest that Izzy set the fires yeah. I mean but I don't know that see, I didn't say that but yeah. I know but it says it in the it, it says it in the beginning, beginning it's a bit book. like uh, one like of those books Izzy, Izzy does a runner yeah. and she's a kid a young kid kind of a yeah it starts off with the fire a goth kind of a kid isn't she Yeah. page one it goes everyone in Shaker House was talking about it that summer how Isabel the last of the Richardson children had finally gone around the bend and burned the house down. That's the first line of the book. <laughs> I thought that that was going to be the they mystery. were blaming her, but yeah. it wasn't her. Well, it is. Yeah. Well, that's you can what wait I thought. Yeah. Yeah. The benefit yeah. of the doubt. That's You're so sorry. Okay. I know. Brian, yes. we'll leave it to you to okay. give us something of the narrative. Well, I mean, it's an incredible story, really, because although it's very slow to start, we have really a, a mother and her daughter who have some sort of a shady history that we're not sure about. And this is Mia and the gorgeous Pearl. Um, just They're travelling around the country. They go from town to town. They've lived in something like 40 houses. And Pearl go, goes to maybe two, three you different know, schools in a year. In yeah. a year. Doesn't ever settle anywhere. But all of a sudden, we end end up in this place called Shaker Heights and it's as Catherine was kind of saying it was a wee bit like you know between Desperate Housewives all American of that. Beauty Stepford, 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 Stepford Wives, Wives indeed. All that. and we meet this family who on the outside are this perfect family four kids they've done everything right married their childhood sweethearts but all is not well in that family and, and what happens is the wonderful Mia comes and eventually becomes their housekeeper and just plants this seed of unrest in people she's a bohemian and they're total bohemian artistic snobs. photographer yeah. lady yeah. so yeah. the bohemian actually tells the middle class snobs is that old story yeah. the moral dilemma there's yeah. also a situation where her um, neighbours the McCulloughs have uh, adopted a beautiful little Chinese girl called Mirabel yeah. and so the um, Mia who is the uh, the bohemian mm. works in the local well, restaurant Well they haven't adopted her yet remember she was oh, yeah, abandoned, she was, yeah, at, the abandoned. She was left at the fire station yeah, yeah. which another little fire Yeah 
Indeed. Uh, indeed. Okay. And, and that brings in another theme of the book, which is yeah. interracial adoption, yeah. where you have a, yeah. an American couple adopting a Chinese baby. Yeah. That's right. And of course, there's a, the, one of the Chinese girls, or no, she's called Pearl. Yeah. Um, Mia's daughter, which is a real steal from Steinbeck's Pearl. Like, there's all sorts of <laughs> this intellectual snobbery going and on. And I'm in the just book. back from China. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you all, know. it's crap. So no, I just <laughs> love the, things, the descriptions of suburbia because I yeah. lived in the suburbs when I was a teenager. Where? And it's so, like, I lived in Dundrum and I, there was things where you did everything right and you, mm. it was, as long as everything looked okay yes. you didn't know what was going on behind closed doors yeah. you hadn't a so clue you were so people were keeping <laughs> up appearances so I loved that I live yeah. near the city now where nobody cares what anyone does nobody thinks about what anyone yes. else is yeah. doing and it's much better I love that yeah. but the suburbs if you're any way different yeah. it's like this is not right this is but, not but this is set back in the mm. era of what, what era would you say Brian it's 1956 60s, is it? Oh, no, it's not. It's a little later. bit earlier no, no. than that. It's the uh, 79, 80. Yeah, but Jerry Springer's on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jerry Springer's on. It's, well, well, it's, kind of, it's pre 9 11. Pre 9 11. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So this idyllic it's the first life Clinton they have. Time. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in uh, details like the cart boys in the supermarket you get a yeah. number yes. uh, and you yeah. fill up your, your trolley as you're going around yeah. but then you put your number on the trolley and then you go out and you like put Truman the number show, on your, it's that on your car pretend. and yeah. the cart boy comes out and delivers your groceries to your car right. matching number to number and yeah. won't take a tip won't take a tip. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Because uh, what's That's the name of the America. place again? It's um, Shaker, Shaker Heights. Shaker Heights. Shaker Heights. It's a fabulous name. It's like Shady Pines and the Golden <laughs> yeah. Girls. It just—it's a perfect name for it's like Shaker Heights. You can—I can picture it. I love the names. Yeah. I lo- I just thought I, I'm really enjoying it's this. It's suffocating book. though, isn't it? Because people yeah. are desperate for fresh air, yeah. and like yeah. I say, Mia and her daughter are a breath of fresh air. That's what happens. They are. And, and Shaker then, Heights yeah. was the original, the religious uh, ground right. for the Shakers. That's right. And so this new people who live in Utopia decide that the way they're going to live is progressive yeah. and they're going to actually accept everyone but it's all inverted and of course, but the whole know. thing is like yeah. if you settle if you give up um, your dreams yes. and then you be, you settle for a comfortable life with yeah. a family and yes. you do Five everything right and everything will and sort they everything will they be right and uh, colour blind when it comes to race oh yeah I know. when they she believe. looks down yes. at the little and child then, it's only a Chinese it's so brilliant yeah. I mean exactly they see no colour yeah right yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the first thing you but, see for goodness sake the detail though the separate wives type detail yeah. I mean uh, you've got all these houses um, and some of them are disguised as a single dwelling when in fact there are two people uh, two That's sets right. of people yeah. uh, in a duplex the back, oh, you know, yes. but it's hidden behind that. one door yeah. of course, so you yeah. don't know the house is divided yeah. and then in front of it there's a thing called the tree lawn yeah. which is a little bit of grass with a tree in it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you're only allowed to paint them a certain colour so it's a real and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's suburbia yeah. and there's things on Actually, yeah. the more I t- talk right. about it, the actual, it's a great uh, book for a book club. Yeah. Do you know oh, no, it, every yeah. book club should go, should pick this one. I think so too. And I, think, I, I absolutely and it, loved it. I like the Muppet Show and I went for I hated it. Well, Emer Emer Lenehan is on the line. Hello, Emer. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Where is your book club? We're based in Nace in County Kildare. How many are you? There's about 15 of us and we uh, cross about, uh, I think, five decades, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and just about 60. Okay, so you have mothers and daughters. Mothers and daughters, cousins and um, friends. Yeah. Now you call it what, the Maui? The Moai. Moai. Okay, M-A-O-I. And where does that name come from? Well, apparently uh, Moai is a remote village in Japan and the ethos of the people living there, uh, particularly the women, is for um, like-minded people to come together and support each other and network and just help out and have a chat and a gossip. 
Okay, well, that's very posh. Yes, <laughs> so you love everything. the book. <laughs> so <laughs> we want to say hello to Stephanie, to Anne, Jenny, Mary, Marion, Nolene, Sonny, Margaret, Burr, Emily, Kate, Claire, Hannah, Pauline, and of course uh, yourself, Emer. It's interesting. We were um, talking to our relationship expert last uh, Friday, Trish Murphy, about book clubs, and she said that generally they are single sex. No, like no men in the women's mm, book clubs and no Does women that, in the men's book right. clubs. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way it is with you too? It is. It the only is. way we can get away from them. Like Keep it at as it goes. What sort of uh, books do you tend to, to choose? We try and pick from a few different genres. We've had um, Holding. Holding was the, the starter off, uh, Graham Norton's book. And then we've had various ones. We've had The Secret History from uh, Donna, by Donna Tart. Yeah, that's great. We've had The Rosie Project. We had uh, Behind Closed Doors, which was kind of a psychological thriller, very divisive, um, led to a great discussion. We read Lion, the true story based on the true story in India. We've mm-hmm. had uh, the Andre Agassi uh, biography, autobiography oh, open. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nightingale was the, the most recent one, apart from this one. Very good. And yeah. next month it's Red Notice, which is kind of a Russian uh, fact-based book about um, the political situation in Russia. So, And how often, how often do you meet? Usually around uh, six weeks. It's a bit fluid. It's, uh, we try and get in one every yeah. six weeks or so. And are you a tea or wine group? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So what did uh, you all think of uh, Little Fires Everywhere? Little Fires Everywhere. Uh, we started off, it's some, it's, it's, again, the usual story. Some loved it because there's uh, 15 or so of us. Um, there's usually something for everybody in it. Um, and there's also, uh, some people will like it, others won't. And that was the same with this book. Some people loved it and others didn't like it at all. By and large, our feeling on it was that it was frustrating. We thought it took on too too many topics. Yeah. Uh, we were probably a little bit cynical about it, but there was a bit of everything. There was the court case over the, the adoption. There was an interracial adoption. There was an interracial relationship. There was the lesbian art couple. There was abortion. There was uh, teenagers so and the mothers and daughters relationship. So a, bit mm. of, a lot of things going on. Yeah, but that's the suburbia that Rory grew up in. Did he grow up in interracial adoptions and relationships? No, no but where I grew up, you didn't know what was going on because uh, once everyone kept up appearances, that well, was, that was it. You didn't know what was going yeah. on behind closed doors. Yeah, that's right. You didn't know what was happening at all. Your own version of Shaker Heights then, Rory, was it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shady Pines. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so what would your verdict then be, uh, do you think? Uh, our verdict really was, we gave it um, a six, six and a half, really, which is probably the lowest score we've had and that's maybe not doing the book um, justice really we just felt overall it was frustrating that it took on too much it didn't develop the characters um, uh, (coughs) properly we felt you know that she kind of touched on things but not um, didn't get into the essence of it now there were some very descriptive um, moments in it and there were certainly moments of of, um, great reflection of family life and relationships and and a couple of good twists I thought too you know when she changed her name at the clinic that's all I'll say but it's not a situation that these new writers are just creative writers that they're not real writers Mm -hmm. you know it's like are we going to be subjected to having to read these books because they're huge now and they seem to have a big I want to check with uh, this is probably the best question to ask Eimear I mean did uh, you all think it was a waste of your precious time or did you think yeah that was worth reading no not at all not at all Um, I think uh, most people maybe two people didn't get to read the book and that was just through work commitments most people when they got into it it was um, it took a while to get into the book Um, it it was just slow to develop for some reason I couldn't quite put my finger on why that was yeah. Um, and maybe it was because there was too many things being tried you know she was trying to cover too many things in it mm. Angie uh, says, on yeah, another note yeah. we did have uh, an unusual uh, twist to it in that one of the, the girls in our group has adopted a Chinese a child from China 
Um, so that was, you know, we were... Um, and it certainly illuminated your discussion. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and so from that point of view, we were delighted when we saw the book and read the, the blurb oh, on the brilliant. land. Uh, and she especially found it very emotional. Oh, um, I'd say so. Yeah, so... Well, from, but no, it certainly wasn't a waste of time. Um, would we recommend it, I suppose, as our yardstick? Uh, would we recommend it? Some would, but by and large, the rest of us wouldn't. Well, All right, Emer Lennon of the Moe uh, Book Club, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Angie says, thank God there's someone else that absolutely hated Girl on a Train. <laughs> I'm sick of reading badly written books being sold as literature. Being top of a bestseller list does not maketh a good read. Here, yeah, here. that's exactly that's how I feel. Here, here. Yeah. And Pat in Cork tells me the National Council for the Blind Book Club in Cork has both male and female participants. So there you are. Catherine, it's your turn. I'll pass you the list. I don't have time to read them out now. Okay. I will do so after 11. But you let us know after the weekend what you have chosen. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And I can tell you the very, very interesting books uh, to choose from. So uh, Brian and Catherine, and a welcome back uh, to Rory. Rory Cowan. Great to be Thank back. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, we want to see what Eason recommends for our November book club. It'll be Catherine Lynch's choice. And uh, we have a sneak preview of the four books that have been recommended by Eason. The first is called Manhattan Beach by Jennifer Egan. Anna Kerrigan, nearly 12 years old, accompanies her father to visit Dexter Stiles, a man who she gleans is crucial to the survival of her father and his family. She's mesmerised by the sea beyond the house and by some charged mystery between the two men. But years later, her father has disappeared and the country is at war. Anna works at the Brooklyn Naval Yard, where women are allowed to hold jobs that once belonged to men now soldiering abroad. She becomes the first female driver, the most dangerous and exclusive of occupations repairing the ships that will help America win the war. But one evening at a nightclub, she meets Dexter Stiles again and begins to understand the complexity of her father's life, the reasons he might have vanished. The second book is called The Sparshold Affair by Alan Hollingshurst. In October 1940, the handsome young Dexter Sparshold arrives in Oxford. A keen athlete and oarsman, he at first seems unaware of the effect he has on others, particularly on the lonely and romantic Evert Dax, son of a celebrated novelist and destined to become a writer himself. While the Blitz rages in London, Oxford exists in, at a strange remove, an ephemeral, uncertain place in which nightly blackouts conceal secret liaisons. Over the course of one momentous term, David and Evert forge an unlikely friendship that will colour their lives for decades to come. The third book is Uncommon Type by Tom Hanks. A hectic, funny sexual affair between two best friends, a World War II veteran dealing with his emotional and physical scars, a second-rate actor plunged into sudden stardom, and a whirlwind press junket. A small-town newspaper columnist with old-fashioned views of the modern world, a woman adjusting to life in a new neighbourhood after her divorce, four friends going to the moon and back in a rocket ship constructed in the backyard, a teenage surfer stumbling into his father's secret life. These are just some of the people in situations that Tom Hanks explores in his first work of fiction, a collection of stories that dissect with great affection, humour and insight the human condition and all its foibles. Now, the stories are linked by one thing. In each of them, a typewriter plays a part, sometimes minor, sometimes central. And that's why it's called, I suppose, Uncommon Type. And the final one is Sugar Money by Jane Harris. In Martine Queen in 1765, brothers Emile and Lucien are charged by their French master, Father Cleophas, with a mission. They must return to Grenada, an island they once called home, and smuggle back the 42 slaves claimed by English invaders at the hospital plantation 
in Fort Royal. While Lucien, Burley in his teens, sees the trip as a great adventure, the older and worldlier Emile has no illusions about the dangers they will face, but with no choice other than to obey Cleophas and sensing the possibility, however remote, of finding his first love, Celeste, he sets out with his brother on this reckless venture. So there you are. I mean, four sterling books and uh, Catherine Lynch will decide and she will let us know after the weekend. The Eason Book Club on The Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month.